And there, in the celebrations that immediately followed, Umbala and the twelve chiefs, assisted by choruses of their villagers, extolled the nobility and bravery of their king, the mighty Dabi Tan, whom the gods had sent to restore the Mandrat people to their former greatness. What was it all about? What did it mean? Mr. Darby ordered Punnett instantly to find out, and when the night was far advanced, when silence had fallen on Umwaditan and the bonfires were burning low, Punnett returned to the royal hut with the unpalatable truth. I'm sorry to say, sir, we've gone and declared war. Mr. Darby's mouth fell open. Terror blazed from his spectacles. War, Punnett? But who declared war? Not us, not me, certainly. Yes, sir said Punnett sadly. I'm afraid we did, sir. A little mistake, sir. A misunderstanding, so to speak. It turns out that when a king travels round his kingdom, anyway, in these parts, it always means he's going to declare war. It's a sine qua non, if I may say so. I wish we'd known it before, sir. I wish Professor Harrington had made a note of it. Mr. Darby's cheeks had fallen in. But it's... it's ridiculous, Punnett he stammered. It's against common sense. It's it's outrageous. Outrageous! You mean to say that just because I take a, a, a little tour around the country, I, uh, what I should call automatically declare war? That's it, sir, replied Punnett with a melancholy smile. That's the trouble with savages, sir. You never know where you have them. The most harmless thing you do or say, sir, especially when you happen to be king, may turn the tap on, so to speak. Then— said Mr. Darby in great consternation. You must go and uh, countermand the war at once, Punnett. Tell them from me that they've mistaken my meaning, that I don't want a war, not in the least. Far from it, anything but. Quite, quite the uh, contrary.